It's Monday, the 11th of March, 2019, and from London, I'm Alec Hogg. Here's your business flash briefing. Well, in today's global business headlines, a Boeing 737 MAX operated by Africa's leading Ethiopian airlines crashed, killing all 157 on board just six minutes after leaving Addis Ababa on yesterday's scheduled flight to Nairobi. Confirmed amongst those who died are 32 Kenyans, 18 Canadians, eight Americans and citizens of France, China and the UK. The aircraft, which was only four months old, had landed just hours before from Johannesburg. This is the second fatal crash of a 737 MAX, the updated version of Boeing's best-selling single-aisle plane. In October last year, an identical aircraft, operated by Lion Air, crashed into the Java Sea 11 minutes after takeoff, killing all 189 people on board. October's accident focused attention on the new stall prevention system which Boeing designed for the plane. Ethiopian Airlines is the continent's largest, having quadrupled passenger numbers fourfold in the last decade to the current 10 million a year. The airline last suffered a fatal crash nine years ago. Germany's two biggest money lenders, Deutsche Bank and Commerce Bank, have agreed to hold merger discussions after both have suffered extended performance and share price declines. Insiders say Deutsche's CEO, Christian Sewing, has finally dropped his opposition to a deal that large shareholders in both companies have been proposing for some months already to reverse their flagging fortunes. German government officials have also been encouraging a merger between the banks to support a policy of creating national champions in financial and other industries. Doing so, the politicians believe, is the best way to counter the consolidated global power of American and Chinese competitors. Analysts say the two banks would have to cut between 30,000 and 40,000 jobs in Germany alone for a merger to make economic sense. The respected Pew Research Center's investigation into digital usage in 11 emerging markets concludes that over half of the adults in these countries either own or have access to a smartphone, and over 90% of them use social media like Facebook and messaging apps like WhatsApp. The vast majority of those who participated in the survey say mobile phones and social media have been good for society and for them personally with education highlighted as the biggest plus. Among those with access to a smartphone, South Africa ranks fourth of those surveyed at 63% of adults. WhatsApp is the favoured messaging vehicle for 77% of adult South Africans, ranking the country second in the survey only to the 96% that was scored by Lebanon. It's in the middle of the 11-country pack, with three-quarters of adults saying that they use the Internet, but near the bottom on convenient access points, with only a third of those doing so from a computer or tablet at home. In other South African news, the trend to greater transparency accelerated over the weekend with the release of a critical report by the high-level panel on the State Security Agency. This 10-person panel, chaired by former Safety and Security Minister Dr. Sidney Mufamadi, recommends a total overhaul of the country's intelligence and security architecture. The report's key finding is that for the past decade or more, quote, there has been a serious politicization of the intelligence community. 
resulting in an almost complete disregard for the Constitution to serve the political and personal interests of particular individuals, unquote. Leading those who have abused the state security agency is former President Jacob Zuma. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.